Welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thonia. And today we are talking about the 2020 book, The Death of Vivek Oji by Akwaiki Amezi. Um, and yeah. <laughs> this, you've sort of, you read it a while ago. Um, so, and I read yeah, it I read yesterday. It <laughs> a it's a very fast read. Ago. Yeah, I read it in one night. Uh, I was kind of like, I need to know where this goes. Yeah. And then I had a reaction to it <laughs> that was not necessarily negative or positive, mostly just bafflement. Um, uh-huh. Because I had a very strong reaction to one of the plot points. Shall in we the jump book. into it? Is it too I soon? Think, <laughs> uh, we should probably try to describe the plot before getting into right specifics you just read it so would you like to take a gander at that sure so basically it is about this character who was known to like well it's like the characters who initially are sort of describing the surrounding events know him as vivek um which is like his birth name, but we find out much later that he's actually going by a different name and just like his parents don't know. But we start out with like, sort of like the familial perspective of finding out that he's dead. His body was mysteriously deposited at their front door and it happened the day that there were a bunch of riots. And so he was also delivered there naked. So they were kind of like, Oh my God, something horrible happened to him. Um, And little spoiler alert. It was actually a total accident. But nobody it's realized that. But like, in reality, no suffering really. Uh, yeah, which was <laughs> interesting. Like, I didn't know what to make of that. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like it was one of those important moments where you're like, "This means something in the greater theme of the book." But I was just like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> um. But yeah, so it's just about this character, Vivek, and how his death has affected all the people around him. And it starts out with this family who don't really seem to know as much about his his life recently. Um, and then we meet his friends who are a bunch of little gays, and they reveal the secrets of, yes, we are the gays, um, basically. And... I was like, relatable. (laughs) All the friend group has found each other. Just randomly. I mean, not randomly. The vibes. Yeah, it's kind of like... It felt like it it was for the gays. Like, as I was reading it, I was like, oh, I immediately understand, like, the friend group situation without having to see much about it. Um... I but, think I was yeah. I was concerned going into it because the title is the death of Vivek Oji. You know, going in, Vivek is dead. Yeah. Um, the first chapter is one line, and I really this was one where I was like, oh, I'm gonna like this. 
at least mm-hmm. the writing style, because it's just the chapter one. The writing is beautiful. They, they burned down the market on the day Viva Koji died, and that's the first chapter. And I was like, yes, I'm yeah. ready. Um, yeah. But I it's was like, basically... oh, no, it's it's one of those tragic gay stories. And then yeah. it, it sort of was, but it also wasn't because... It was an accident. It's, yeah, it's not at all about, like, the incident is like it's not a hate crime, which yeah. is what you think it is the entire book, and then and at it's the end, relatively it's like, nonviolent. It's yeah. just like really like Vivek's character kind of does it to themselves, like yeah. pushing away from another character tripping and falling. So it's kind of like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a whoopsie, and like I've seen this described as a sort of a murder mystery, which. Huh. Yeah, I that was not the vibe I got. Yeah, it was more like literary fiction to me. Yeah, um, for sure. But for yeah, sure. some people were like, I knew, I wanted to find out what happened. And I was like, I, I thought it was like, I, like me going through the book, I was like, it feels obvious what happened. And then at the end, yeah. they were like, but that's not what happened. I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was, this is very much a book that like, like I mean, it was beautifully written. It yeah. takes place in a setting that like, is, you know, very interesting. And this writer clearly has, like, you mentioned that she sort of grew up with people like the characters she described. So it was like, you got a really good sense of the community and it felt like a really real setting. But then, like, on the level of, like, actual plot points, it was all kind of like, okay, let me, (laughs) yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, there's... Sure, okay. (laughs) It's it's weird because it's a book. It has... um, a lot of upsetting topics like the people look I looked at reviews um to kind of refresh myself on stuff and also to see like what they people liked about it and what people didn't like about it because I found myself like in the end I never gave this a star rating because I have no idea what I would rate it because on in some ways it's like really well crafted like it was yeah a del- like I read it super fast it was really easy to read very yeah. like beautiful writing but at the same time i'm like i've got issues with it and um the trigger warnings were like all over the place <laughs> on this one uh i have never seen a consensual adult incest trigger warning on something oh my god well let but me tell holy you shit. <laughs> i think i mean we talked about this before the call but i think this is now my time to talk about dr phil Yes, um, because I felt while reading this book that absolutely nothing that happened like surprised me. It just sort of like everything. I was like, sure, that I mean, that makes sense. Why not? <laughs> but, but one of the things that stood out was the like cousins incest situation because the cousins are kind of in love with each other, and I felt like very unbothered by that because on Dr. Phil he had two guests who were cousins and basically grew up together and were always quote-unquote in love with each other and as their parents were like ew why are you doing this and separated them and then later in life they were like we can't resist each other and so they like ended up you know going to a state where cousins could get married and getting married there and even they're like the marriage person who did it was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> um, but yeah, and so they're like now really defending it. And 
like, Dr. Phil came on with his medical experts, and they were basically like, if you have a kid, the chances of it having issues are super, super high. Um, and it's just, like, not a good idea in that regard. And so, like, from watching that episode, I was like, okay, incest is obviously uh, weird, but when you're the same age and the combinations of your genitalia cannot create a child, I'm pretty tolerant of it. <laughs> See, well, one, representation really does matter. Uh, and two, <laughs> I, I was like, I at was, least he's not like the people on Darker Film, man. You know? I was like, I, I find it, like, I get so squicked out. And it's, uh, okay, so <laughs> when looking up stuff, I ran into, like, a lot of weird conversations about it because one, a lot of people on Goodreads got into arguments in their reviews, like oh in the God. comment section, because they were like, I don't, I don't want to agree with incest. And people would be replying like, how do you know that's not the norm in Nigeria? You're oh my God. And I was like, Oh God, there's like <laughs> just oh too God. much happening right now. Um, but then I was like, but the fact that, um, what's his name? Osita, the cousin, is, mm -hmm. like, reluctant to tell people specifically because they're cousins. And then later <laughs> in the book, when Elizabeth is like, we're cool with the gay stuff. I am also a gay. But cousins? <laughs> Gross. I was like, so they know. Yeah, but, there's a But sense. then I was like, there's maybe a larger conversation happening about how <laughs> when it's revealed, they're like, you're gay and not you're in a relationship with your cousin. <laughs> um, but then <laughs> I, like, oh. I watched an interview with a Kweke, Emezi and River Solomon, where a Kweke was talking about the choice to make them cousins because honestly, I was part of the group that was like, why couldn't they just have been friends? <laughs> um, and Akweke, like, was like, oh no, that was a really specific choice because I like making people uncomfortable. And what was the quote? Oh, she, they were like, they liked writing love that is tender and devious. Uh, and they specifically talked, Kweke talked about being in a Toni Morrison seminar and someone being like, I am uncomfortable with this relationship in the book, this incestuous relationship. How am I supposed to feel about it? Because the book doesn't say, and they were like, and I love that, that the book doesn't give you a moral judgment. Oh my I God. Like, I don't know. This is when like, I read the bluest eye in class. <laughs> my teacher was like, by the way, there is parent-child incestuous rape in this book, and it's is not good, and it's like depicted yeah. very graphically. And we were like, okay, and then we read it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I think that's another that example of like, <laughs> like the the more uh, like shitty end of incest. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't want. I mean, like when there's power discrepancy, it becomes a different. It's just, like, mm -hmm. abuse. Um, and so it was interesting that this was, like, a consensual... They were both, yeah. like, the same age incest story. Yeah. I feel like she did a good job making it, like, not so crazy. Also, because they couldn't have kids. I was kind of like, <laughs> you know, 
Whatever, a hole's a hole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I. It, it's also it's just a situation with me where um they were mentioning that part of this was inspired by a Twitter thread where someone was like, "Let's talk about how when you go to a family reunion in Nigeria and you have a very large extended family, which I can't relate. I have a very small family. Same. Uh, they were like, you know." When you just hang out with all these people you're technically related to, but you don't sort of know, there's a lot of experimentation that happens when you're a teen. And I was like, not for me. I mean, (laughs) I have like three first cousins, like that's it. Uh, And like, I never did anything with them. Yeah. But Uh. uh, (laughs) it it was just, uh, I think one thing that stood out to me in the interview with Rover Solomon was Akweke uses the word deviant a lot of like these deviant relationships and I think one of the things which separate gay from deviant yeah I was like first of all that's an interesting word choice when this is like such an LGBTQ oriented book Mm -hmm. Um, but two one of my initial reactions to reading the book was I was like this is how Republicans see us (laughs) see the gays I had the same thought because I was like all you need is pedophilia, and then they're gonna yeah. be like, "This is what the gays want." So I'm glad that wasn't in it. Yeah, um, I, I it was it was just like I'm like I, but it's a moral quandary because I'm like I don't want every story about gay people to be like they were an angel, they were perfect, they never did anything wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like I don't know if there are enough story like this is taking on so many identities that are generally marginalized that you don't read a lot about that adding them all together is like, I'm like, there's so much to address. (laughs) There is a lot to address. And it also like, I felt like the book sort of, um, maybe it was because I was reading it pretty fast, but it felt like it just kind of was like, yeah, they're cousins, you know? And then I was like, I guess I should just accept that. (laughs) <laughs> See, Never that's where I got again. hung up because as soon as it was like, I was like, and they were cousins, uh, and they and, were cousins. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, like I got to the first sex scene, which, by the way, if you are not comfortable reading like a lot of explicit sex scenes, there are a lot of sex scenes. Yeah, I was, like, and they're weird. Like every single one of them is weird and uncomfortable. If like, because the first one happens, and it's well, and actually, the first, first one. I don't, yeah, because they do have sex before, but I don't think it's described oh, right. in quite as much detail as when Vivek's like at the window, just like. And then he shows up at the looking. in the doorway. I was like, "Stick to the window, bro. What are we to plan?" <laughs> yeah, and that was actually also something which I I forgot about in the time between reading this and like today was they never had a full explanation for what the blackouts were that Vivek kept having, and people were like, "Was he having seizures or like?" What was going on? And then someone was like, he was probably just dissociating really bad because they that always have the vibe I got. Yeah. Know? I was like, is this a medical issue or like a psychological I issue? I felt like it, it could go either way. And then so I just forgot about it. <laughs> one so. thing that made me super forgiving to the cousin romance was that I felt like Vivek's character, it was weird because it was like in a lot of scenes, Vivek has, like, normal personality, you know, like, has a sense of humor. It doesn't seem to be, like, 
super in the weeds about their identity. Like, yeah. I mean, they are, you know, because we it's know they just are. Like, but it's like, they don't you know. talk to their parents about it. But yeah. like with their friends, they're just like, what's up? This is what I am. Yeah. And so I thought like, one thing that made me forgive the cousin thing was just like, you probably, like Vivek probably didn't feel like there were many people they could trust. Um, yeah. And like the sort of intimacy of their friendship and like kind of the knowledge of like queerness with both of them made them yeah. feel like like you know they had each other's back in a way that other people didn't and it really brought them closer and so I was like maybe I'm too forgiving of incest but I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> that is something that like like thinking about it now I'm like that it makes sense because reading the book you get the sense that it's such a tight-knit community especially since all of the kids like the main group they're the kids of the the Niger wives group, so the expats who like married Nigerian men mm -hmm. groups, and so like they all hang out together. Um, how Akweke described it in the interview because they were raised in a group like that was like you just have a lot of aunts, like a lot of aunties mm. of like various um, origins, cultures, and yeah. they all just kind of take care of all the kids. So it already starts out being like vaguely <laughs> incestuous. Because you're all being raised basically by a community. Um, mm. And, like, I know reading it the first time, when it got to, like, um, so there's, in this friend group, there's, um, it's basically just Vivek and Ozita are the boys, and then it's, like, a group of girls, which I was, like, the vibes. <laughs> like, yeah. the gay boys, and then just, yeah. like, a bunch of girls. Yeah, um, very realistic. <laughs> yeah. And one of them, they have a very strong relationship with, later on is Juju who like has a whole background thing where her dad has a second family which I'm like I guess that's more accepted but like holy shit just showing up with your second family is bold just like, yeah. being like hey guys here they are um, yeah. and then Juju gets together with Elizabeth who's the person that Ozita first had sex with when Vivek was watching and so it's like this weird like I think if you diagrammed it out it would be like everyone has sex with everybody which is like part of ghost, just ghost <laughs> yes, sex there's a weird ghost threesome because part of I don't think we've mentioned this part one of the the perspectives that we switched to is Vivek like from beyond the grave who's like yeah. which is I've really been looking cool. down on everybody I really yeah. liked that perspective, but it also was, yeah, there was just a lot of sex in this book. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it, it just kind of was, like, I was just picturing, like, the ghost scene with, like, the pottery, but it's, like, them having sex. <laughs> I mean, we all know that symbolically the pottery is supposed to be, you know, it's just like, well, at least they cut to the chase here, and they were, like, they're not, yeah. quote, unquote, doing pottery, you know what I'm saying? So, but I was, like, when, when Juju is first, like, um, kind of, addressed in the second half of the book when they've grown up a bit and Juju's like I'm now in a lesbian relationship with Elizabeth and but I, was I don't like, completely Great. trust her a happy a happy relationship and then it just was like but we have issues and also weird ghost threesome and I was like no no relationship oh is God. pure <laughs> yeah one thing that also I didn't I don't know if this was again like I felt like I read it really fast in part yeah. because it's sort of 
a quick read. It's a very bingeable book, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very easy to just read all at once and not feel like you have to put it down. Especially because, yeah. like, as I was, like, looking at the chapters, I was like, I'm so close to the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just keep going, see what happens. Um, <laughs> but one thing about that um, was I had a hard time distinguishing the girls' personalities. Because, mm. like, the scene where they confront Vivek's mom with the pictures, I kind of felt like, all Lizina of them and four girls who are all yeah. the same <laughs> yeah I was kind of like because for a while I got the vibe that like Elizabeth was kind of like one of the shittier ones or something but then like in that scene she kind of like gets mad at Vivek's mom and like kind of goes off at her and yeah. I was like hell yeah Elizabeth <laughs> do I like you and then I yeah. was like I don't really fully understand how to characterize them separately just because we don't get a lot of time with them individually, like the girls. Yeah, that's definitely an issue, yeah. Yeah, so I just sort of felt like they all blended together at a certain point, um, and yeah. I didn't, like, want that to happen, but because they were sort of similar energy, it was kind yeah. of hard to, like, feel like they were as distinguished as, like, obviously Vivek and Osita, I feel like, were the focus. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of wish that it was, like, okay, like, one of the girls is, like, more shitty than the others, and one of the girls is the least shitty. And I felt like it was Juju was the least shitty, and Elizabeth was the most shitty. But then, like, by the end, you're kind of like, and they're all kind of fine. Like, <laughs> so I just, yeah, I, I had a hard time, you know, tracking the girls, I guess. There are for sure a lot of, a lot of characters. And there's, like, at some point, Later on, there's, like, a chapter from the point of view of, like, a random dude in the market. And I was like, who the fuck is this now? <laughs> like, we're adding Ebenezer? Do I need to know about this man's marital difficulties? How is that yeah. going to help me? And I was, like, interested by it because it was well written. But I was also like, what does this bring me? <laughs> yeah, I think this is definitely one of those books that is, like, like there is a through line plot but it's more about building this like vision of this community yeah. in a lot of ways and so like she did that really well but yeah the actual plot points are very simple um like once you like sort of scrape away distraction yeah and so it's I not think like it could have been a longer book honestly yeah with, like more perspectives because the mystery isn't I don't, I think personally super compelling. I could have just been like yeah. happy with just, here's a bunch of vignettes. Yeah, like people dealing with the death, you know, yeah. in different ways. Because I thought that was sort of what it was going to be like. But yeah. then it sort of became about like, I don't know, like, well, I just thought it was weird that it ended up being an accident. Not like weird, yeah. I guess. Like I'm sure it had... Anticlimactic, maybe? Yeah, something like I wasn't even tracking that as something I needed to know. Like, I just mm. kind of, like you said before, like, you sort of accepted that it was a hate crime because everyone was like, it's a hate crime. <laughs> and you kind of, like, are like, okay, I'm prepared to accept this. And then they're like, it actually wasn't. And you're like, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> He's still Best dead. You know, Vivek's yeah. still dead, but... I think it's it's kind of a situation like in a horror movie when they show you the monster and you're like, well, now I know what it looks like and it it looks like shit, so I'm not scared of it anymore. Yeah. Like it would have been a stronger ending. And like harder to deal with, but a stronger ending had you just been like, We're never gonna know. Cause that's mm. how life is. 
And especially since like the last third, you follow mostly Kavita the mom being like, I'm gonna hound everybody until I figure out what happened. And then like all the kids in the friend group being like, we know what happened, kinda, sorta. Uh, and there's, you know, being like, oh, I really, really know what happened, <laughs> so I can't, I can't talk to anybody anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it was kind of like a grand reveal that was kind of just like, oh, okay, that has less emotional impact. I guess the, the emotional, like, the climax was supposed to be Azita, like, at the grave being like, you're going to be with me forever. I was still, like, annoyed about the cousin thing, so at that point I was like, this is where we're ending. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, I like, I thought the, the climax where Kavita is like, yo, fuck this tombstone because we wrote, we mix dead name on it. And like beloved yeah. son, I think was the original thing. And she just smashes it to bits. And I was like, yay. Yeah. Like I felt, man, I had a hard time with mom because I felt like she was tolerant of, Vivek's like going through like figuring out their identity and I was surprised by like her very classic outrage at seeing the photos I guess you know like obviously you accept it because you're like people have that reaction but it also sort of felt like well you were also the most tolerant and then it goes back to her being the most tolerant and I'm like okay like I get that this is probably just like like, in terms of human psychology, it makes sense for her to have that reaction. Yeah. But in terms of the book, I was kind of like... That was... Okay. That would happen quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Switch back and forth a I little bit. I think the best part of that was the conversation she had with her husband, Vivek's father, yeah. because Vivek's father does not take it as well. And the mom's like, well, if Vivek was alive... Like, how would your reaction be different? And he was like, true, I would be less, like, cool with it, <laughs> probably. Yeah. So it makes sense that he didn't tell us. Um, but, yeah, I th- it felt like at that point it was like, we got we got 50 pages till the end. We got to wrap this shit up. So get yeah. through this emotion quick. Yeah, um, it was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, and, like, I guess retrospectively thinking about how Vivek died sort of as an accident. Like, it's... That, like, brings... I don't know. Like, it sort of brought Osita more to the center of attention um, and, like, also focused on, like, their intimacy. And Mm -hmm. so I thought, like, that was, you know, that's kind of good rather than it just being, like, random hate crime. It's, like... Yeah. You know, but obviously no one wants a random hate crime to be like that. Yeah. Reason. I was so like, like it- <laughs> was it better? But it was also like, while yeah. reading it, it didn't process that way. I was just kind of like, oh, Cause okay. Yeah, it's an accident. <laughs> and then there's the whole thing where it's like, one, Vivek didn't feel any pain because they hit their head like really like fast. So they were like immediately unconscious. Yeah. And so then was Ozita was like, and Vivek died in my arms. And yeah. Like, okay. It was it was like Best a more case scenario given yeah, the dead. <laughs> exactly. It was just like, like that was probably the best way you could accidentally die. I guess I don't yeah. know. It like wasn't that crazy, but yeah. I also it just kind of like lended more to the feeling that the book, um, like just didn't have any. 
I don't know. It was like very sm- not like smooth sailing, but it felt like it was not that crazy of a- like it was more about the family intimacy than into like yeah. the intimacy of different relationships than it was about the world um, intervening with Vivek's life. Even though there's like that yeah. one part where Mary sends Vivek to get an exorcism and they basically yeah. just like beat him and that's that like was their exorcism. Up. Yeah, and that was just like really fast. But yeah, like that, and then again, he Vivek comes back and is like, that shit was fucked up. And like his mom is immediately like, we're never talking to that side of the family again. Which I was like, good. Like, yeah. good mom there. That was know? settled real quick. Vivek yeah. still has trust issues, but like, all right. Yeah. Um, I did have a couple of other points I wanted to cover. Do it. First of all, someone made the point in one of the reviews I read where I was like, that is actually a very good point that the older generation is like super judgmental about all these kids being like wild and crazy and gay and whatever. Yeah, like why is and her yet, hair so long? <laughs> they're all just fucking each other and like cheating on each other and doing bad things all the goddamn time. And everyone's just like, that's just how it is. Double yeah. standard on the kids, um, which I'm like, that's just every suburb. Like, everywhere. That's just how that is. I also um, feel like as, um, like, I don't know, like, my own... I mean, one thing that's weird is that I feel like my own childhood experiences were so just, like, nobody was fucking nobody, you know? <laughs> like, nobody was having... Like, no one in my friend group was having the sex, and most of the people who turned out to be gay, figured it out after high school. Yeah, so I'm just honestly, like, same. Yeah, so it's sort of hard to, like, it was not relatable, I feel like. It was, I mean, like, you could believe that this was an existing group of people, but for yeah. me personally, I was just like, damn, the teenagers really have that much sex because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> have any. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I kind of felt like, yeah, it's one of those things yeah. where you can see the world that's being created yeah. and you kind of recognize it. But it's also, like, just a different flavor of, of life yeah. and not, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I expect from books and media, like, I'm, like, really excite me. Like, I want something crazy to happen. I want it to be, like, drama everywhere. And, and that's, that's why I liked um, Little Fires Everywhere, the show, not the book, because I didn't read the book, because I'm, like... The drama. Yeah, the, the drama is great. I will say that, like, from reading that book, I was like, this person must be too far from high school age kids because <laughs> they do not speak or behave like this. But then the show fixed that. Um, it's like we cast actual teens. So. Yeah, so they know how teens talk because they are <laughs> teens, you know. But yeah, so, yeah, it was... Like, this so, book, I felt like it was good, but I also didn't... I didn't have a strong emotional reaction like other people had. Yeah, um, I think it's weird because people were like, "This is amazing." I've like, so, like, I've I never. Sobbed. I yeah, I'm like, did you have you never read a book before? Like, yeah. not to be mean or anything, but this but like, is people... not reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Also, it it kind of just. It, I was like, there's too many. Topic like you picked up too many topics. You got to put one down because it it feels like a short book. It's like two hundred and fifty pages, but it feels really fast. 
Yeah. I think possibly also because some of the chapters are really short. They're just like yeah. a paragraph long. So you just like read, like the pages go by very fast. But like, it doesn't, it didn't have the time to like have an emotional impact on me. Yeah, um, me neither. I'm, I'm going to compare the, the book, the last book that I was like really invested in the interpersonal relationships and is literally the whole book is just interpersonal relationships um, mm. is Normal People by Sally Rooney, which on one hand, and I made this joke on my Instagram, is just Angus <laughs> Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging, but like grown up. On the mm. other hand, I was like every single person in this book and you follow only two people and you see their perspectives and you get to know them really well. Yeah. And they're both different kinds of emotional fuck-ups. And they mm. keep almost being in a relationship and then, like, breaking it off for, like, the dumbest misunderstanding reason. But, like, it's understandable. <laughs> I'm like, you people are so fucking dense. Just talk to each other. <laughs> but they're both just like, oh, my life is hard. Yeah. No one will love me. And I'm like, just talk um but like that one and that one I mean like spoilers for the very last like line of the book it ends with them being like we fixed our problems and we are now in a relationship and then it ends with them being like emotionally stunted babies again and honestly it like hit me so hard because I'm like ah we all know and have been an emotional fuck up at some point But this one, I'm like, this is such a weird situation. And there's so many things happening that I can't relate to, like, I can, like, vaguely relate in, like, a thing that sort of happens. But it kind of was just, like, this is a thing I've seen to where I'm like, and this is the mother character. And this is the tragic gay. And this is the the friend. And this is, like, I was just like, I don't feel emotionally connected to people. Woo! I was trying to think about, like, examples of books that I've read recently or just, like, any media I've consumed recently that had, like, a strong emotional effect on me. Yeah. And I feel like, for the most part, I personally... I like books where it's just, like, the main character just introspecting constantly and it's just, like, that their path. Mm. Um, and so, like, this book is sort of the opposite. It's just kind of, like, people's reactions to what could be called the main character dying and stuff like that and they're like communication and there's a lot of like a lot of the emotionally heavy scenes are like things about like physical things not only like sex but like about hair about you know like the sort of different physical aspects of people and how they like are intimate physically in that way but as someone who's feels like I don't know, like, mental, mental intimacy. (laughs) Like, I don't know, that means more to me than physical intimacy. So I'm like, when characters have sex, I know that people maybe are like, wow, it's like this super deep connection. But my brain is like, people's fuckings. Okay. (laughs) Like, I just, like, have no emotional connection to that at all. So it's just like, oh, they're going to fuck. I wish they had talked about their feelings and yeah, then I I'm would like, cry. unless you are talking <laughs> about your feelings mid-sex, I'm just gonna go like mentally, like it's happening, it's happening, it's happening, yeah. it's done. Yeah, I feel like I'm just not like maybe some people are like, oh my god, it's like it's 
Like, I don't know. Like, you know when characters in books have the will they, won't they for a long time, and then they finally have sex and everyone is so happy? I don't yeah. care. I just want them to say they love each other. Like, yes. I don't care. So, like, physically, all the physically intimate stuff, I was just like, eh, people fuck each other, you know? Like, okay. And already people <laughs> in this story have fucked each other, and it didn't mean shit. Look at you, yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, so I'm just kind of like, eh, they be fucking. But, like, I don't really think about it, like, oh, my God, they're sharing this, like, super intimate moment, and, like, yeah. they're together super intimately. I'm just like... They have sex, okay. <laughs> well, I, think, I think one thing, too, um, it, like, relation to that, the char- since the character that we hear the most from, basically, who, like, knows the most, um, uh-huh. I, I think, that. yeah, it's very distracting that we keep getting, like, I think this is why the reveal is unsatisfying, because a lot throughout the book, Osita will be, like, I can never tell them the secret that I have. Like, it sort of ends the chapters with, like, little hints that, like, ooh, Ozita knows something. But it's, like, uh-huh. if it's not that important and it's not going to be, like, a huge reveal, please stop hinting at it like it's a thriller. Like, Yeah, it makes it sound like he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which didn't happen. It was an accident. It's distracting because you're just, like, the whole time you're, like, ooh, what is Ozita hiding from us? Uh, it's, like... A tragic a accident. Yeah. It, like, just tell me that earlier, I think. Um, yeah, and, then and like, can that can be, like, a... Pro- like, I, I feel like one of the things about this book is that it feels like things don't come out unless they're, like, communicated. Yeah. And I, I'm a very, like, internal world person yeah. who is, like, everything else is a simulation, but my mental world is real. And so, like, yeah, it's just, like, I... More inner monologuing. Yeah, like, if it... I mean, that would have been more my type of book, I think, if, like, yeah. Osiris was, of, like, like, having complex, like, internal, like, fights within himself. Yeah. I would have been, like, damn, you know, no, it's real it's hard. It's a lot but. of, like, immediate reactions. Like, a lot of the chapters are, like, I'm doing this right now. Let's not think about the past. Yeah, and I think that Unless they're having discussions. It. Yeah, it makes it, like, more about the experience post-Vivek's yeah. death. And I think that makes sense. But it also sort of makes me at least less emotionally invested. It's sort of like, I was looking it up earlier, but um, Gabriel Garcia Marquez's book, Chronicle of a Death Foretold. Like, I mean, obviously, it's sort of a different... Um, I don't totally remember what what the characters were like, but I remember that I didn't really care about them. Um, You know, it's sort of like one of those things where it's about the events um, and less about, like, internal stuff. And so you're just kind of like, I don't know, it feels sort of like a checklist of this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens and less, like... I don't know, like, exploring the internal world. But I guess, yeah. like, you know, there's some extent to which, like, literary fiction is, like, you do that on your own. Like, we give you the world and you have the introspection yourself. But yeah. it just, it keeps me at an emotional distance. Like, I don't really, like, in books like those, I find it hard to relate to the characters. Yeah. Just because we're not really focused on that, I guess. It's it's the it just strikes a weird balance between like what's the secret of the murder and like here's how we're dealing with it afterwards, or it's like pick one. You can't do both. 
it's it's too hard to do both uh, in like this short of a book, especially. Yeah. Um, well, I had my last thing I wanted to to touch on because mm-hmm. I, it's revealed really early and then it never comes back. And it, oh they mention it in the in the um, Akweke River Solomon interview. They talk about it, and it was just like I just thought it was fun, and I was like. I was a fool because the whole time I was like, this is going to be important. And it wasn't. But um, <laughs> one of the characters who is talk, she's in the first few chapters, is um, Vivek's grandmother, Ahuna. Oh, and right. she, is, she has this starfish-shaped scar on her foot. And she Which dies. I'm kind of like, starfish is just star, right? I mean, Wink, yes. wink, <laughs> you know? Just star. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then she dies the night Vivek is born, and Vivek is born with this starfish mark on his foot. So I was like, okay, so the implication is Vivek is a reincarnation. Okay. They specifically in the interview talk about how this is like an Igbo belief, Mm -hmm. um, which is the uh, ethnic group that the author, Kweke Emezi, is part of, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was like, I just kind of tossed that in just because it was fun. <laughs> but me during the whole book, I'm like, okay, what when are mean? we going to get the reveal about That's like funny. the symbolism and like what it means? And it was just like, just a fun little thing. And like, I guess maybe an explanation because I was like, is this going to be like used as the, the like reason that Vivek realizes that he's non-binary? Like is, mm-hmm. but I think one of the other things about this book, sorry, that just reminded me, is like someone was talking about this. They were like, so uh, the the book is a dead name. Yeah. Because Vivek doesn't go by that. And you only find out about Vivek's like new name, uh, Nemdi. And like, pronouns in the later. Last, the last 50 pages. Yeah. Which is another thing where it's like, Makes I me slip up a lot. More. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be um, slipping up with the pronouns. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, no, it's but it, it you spend the whole book where everyone's like, this is Vivek. <laughs> he's yeah. he's a boy. And then like afterwards, and you never really meet Vivek as Nemdi. There's two N's, it's messing me up. I don't actually know if you're supposed to pronounce it differently. Um Sounds good to me. Yeah. you the only times you see him as Nemdi is the like walking around the market from another person's perspective who's just going what a hot lady with nice hair and that's it mm. and I'm like you could have everything you hear about Nemdi is when they're talking to Kavita about yeah your son was was, was non-binary and wore dresses and here's some pictures um, and that's that's it that's what you get and I'm like if this was supposed to be about the LGBTQ issues I do not feel like I got much explained to me. Like, if I was, as many people were when I went to the Goodreads one-star reviews, a right-wing person, and oh I, one, was like, <laughs> just so, like, only that. But I already don't like trans, gay, pe- LGBTQ people, that whole thing. And I don't trust also, other cultures. Yep, and I also racism don't like... Uh, but I can blame the incest for the other two. Uh, I'm just gonna go. This is just a book about disgusting people. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And like, if you go to those reviews, there's a lot of people who are like, there's incest and I just can't support that. I didn't read it. And I'm like, that's fair. There's also people who are like, there's incest and I don't know if that's just how they do it over there. Oh my but God. But it's gross. This book isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is like, yeah, I'm in a weird situation where then I'm like, okay, like I wasn't wild about the incest either, but can, you can calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you shut the fuck up. You didn't get it. Yeah. Um, and it's just, uh, I, I, I respect this book, I think, more for what it was trying to do than what it actually accomplished. But the mm-hmm. level of writing makes me want to check out more of Ikweke Medzi's work. Yeah, like, her writing I, Everyone was wild about Freshwater, soup. and I never actually read it, so maybe I should check that out. It's also Pet, right? That's another one. I don't. Her books. I think possibly. that was her, like, YA book or something. Oh, um, that would make sense. Because um, I've yeah. only heard of Freshwater because I'm, I only look at the, the big New York Times books. <laughs> I just don't follow. <laughs> um, uh, YA as much. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> this book. Yeah. It was like, uh, I feel like if the goal was to just like tell a story about how some people's lives went down and to do it in a way that captures the beauty and the tragedy, then, you know, it like, good job. Clap, clap. Yep, yep. But also, it's just okay. I don't know. I feel yeah. like a lot of books kind of, I mean, maybe it's just me being like, why does all literary fiction feel the same? <laughs> Um, like, Honestly, same. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, like, I can tell it's good, like, because the writing is super beautiful, but, like, I don't know. I'm I'm a little trash goblin, and I like a lot of drama, this and so I'm like, literary I fiction, I'm always like, eh. Because I like to feel something, and yeah, what I, like I want to <laughs> feel is disgust. Thank you. Yeah, I want, like, something super intense. And, like, this yeah. is definitely not super intense. Like, it deals with super intense topics, but it's more, it's not, like, about them yeah. as much as it is if, about, like, the group of people. like, never read, like, super graphic depictions of violence, I think also I read a lot of nonfiction, and I just read a book that was, like, super trigger, trigger happy with, incest and pedophilia and like child assault and that was rough getting through so i'm like this in comparison i can just be like they're fake these people this did not happen we're good uh so like the violence i'm like this didn't happen to a real person i can read this easy also i watch a lot of horror movies and so like the descriptions of like vivek's dead body i was like these are upsetting but like I have seen some gross shit. So, I've, like... Maybe I'm just... I think I might just be a little messed up, but I just, like, did not find anything upsetting. <laughs> I'm like, the incest, fine. Murder, fine. Like, I just, like... I don't know. But I also agree that, like, consuming a lot of nonfiction, you sort of... Because I feel like I do the same, maybe more in a, like, reading of articles and news stories, but, like you see how much fucked upness and violence there is in the real world. Yeah. And you get a good sense of that, like, the fucked upness level. And, like, a lot of the time, books are, like, more beautiful and less upsetting than reality, less chaotic than reality. Yeah. And 
I don't know, like reading books like this, you're like, yes, I can see all of this happening because I know stuff like this happens, but yeah. it's it doesn't feel like super visceral or super shocking because there is a lot worse stuff out there in oh reality God. that yeah, like we know that's about. Exactly and so it, it doesn't hit just, super hard. The one I just read, The Fact of a Body with all the child molestation, which like please do not look at that book if you're not into it. Or like you're not into child molestation. Yeah. If you if that triggers you it's like every single chapter is like my Jesus. grandfather breathes on my neck. And I was, I was re- listening to the audiobook, so I was like, ah! But I um, know. it, a huge part of that book is that the author is just like, my trauma is messy as shit, and no one in my family talked about it. I like told them that my grandfather was doing this, and they were like, yeah. it would be too complicated to confront him about it. So we're just gonna keep inviting him to like family events. Yeah. And like, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. That's such a common story, too. Yeah. Like, like, that just happens all over the place and never gets reported. So in this know? way, it, this is, like, kind of like a fantasy where it's, like, everyone, everyone gets it. Everyone's on board. Everyone yeah. is, like, has talked about it. And now yeah. we understand. Because in I'm, real life, it's, like, we're just never going to discuss this again. Yeah, and you all super, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's super messy. And su- people are super not understanding yeah. yeah, like, I mean, also, I feel like, full disclosure, I'm currently reading a nonfiction book about someone who was at, um, what's it called, in the Holocaust, they were at Auschwitz, so, oh like, obviously, coming from that perspective, it's just, like, that stuff is, like, just, just how people be, awful. Yeah, like, and it's so horrible, it's, like, the horrible stuff that, like, people who write fiction wouldn't want to be that horrible most yeah. of the time and it's like but reality is that horrible yeah. <laughs> you know like people can be that like deranged and like yeah, yeah. I don't know I guess like I have this is like baby lower first expectations where it's like people yeah do like bad if, things here you go <laughs> if you like are not prepared to handle incest and um, the the theory of hate crimes or murder like this is a good intro because it's not super it intense yeah yeah whereas it's, reality would be so much worse like yep. yeah they like the characters in this story had what could be seen as the lucky version of events yeah. compared to reality and that's sad but it's also like yeah, it just doesn't feel that crazy because you also know, like, the reality of the situation and know yeah. how much worse it can really be. Yeah, by I the guess. end, you're like, I guess it worked out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which, I don't know. Complicated <laughs> <laughs> feelings for this one. I still don't think I could give it, like, a, a rating out of five because I'm like, complicated feelings all around. Yeah, I think, uh, like, writing-wise, it's got to be, like, at least a four. Oh, yeah. Um, but story-wise, at most a four, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's actually, yeah, it was, like, writing-wise, a five. Story-wise, yeah, a three. Yeah, beautiful. But I, like, I don't feel comfortable giving it either one, so I'm just like, I'm not going to rate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good... It's like it's definitely not a bad book. It's definitely not a book where like because I've there are some very popular yeah and like when I read, read Little worse. Fires Everywhere I was annoyed like the whole <laughs> time I was reading it I was like 
No child talks like this. <laughs> Why yeah, like are they making teens. these decisions? They're not necessarily like fair individual teens, but they're teens. Yeah. I get yeah. that. <laughs> and so this book, I never felt frustrated or angry with the author. I just kind of felt, okay. Like, I had, like, a, a pleasant, like, I understand reaction to everything, but nothing yeah. emotionally intense. It was just yeah. kind of like, it's right. It's a situation where, like, I really would love to talk to people who are like, this is the most intense book I've read this year. Because I'm like, what I'm like, have else you read do you read? Any Toni <laughs> Morrison um, book? I feel like <laughs> Oh, my she, God. Because there's a lot of inspo from her, I think. Yeah. Um, in this book, I see it referenced a lot. Um, but... And, like, from having read Toni Morrison books, like, I could see the connection, but I I also feel like there are a lot of books that talk about this stuff, and it's yeah. sort of like the, well, this is the most famous one comparison kind of thing, um, especially with, like, the ghost stuff. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, Toni Morrison's books, I cried. I cried, yeah, like, crazy. Like, they're up so just, brutal. Just um, huddling in the fetal position, like, yeah. every 15 pages on those. Oh my god, like the whole, just like the whole story of Beloved and the idea of like, you uh, must kill your child in order to like, feel like they're safe and free. Like that was like the most heart-wrenching thing ever. And like, I don't know, I felt like reading this book, I was like, phew, like I'm glad it's not that intense because, you know, that's something you really have to emotionally prepare for, I guess. But yeah. also like, it just really wasn't that intense yeah. um, overall. And I thought I think it was that's... a little more yeah, emotionally. I'm like. Toni Morrison is intense, but I'm like, I'll probably reread this because it makes me feel yeah. things. Yeah, it makes you, like, feel something really visceral and real about, like, humanity. You know, yeah. like, it's, like, undeniable that you can, like, feel this strong connection to, like, even, like, like the idea of here's a situation where you're not in and let's have you feel what that person's feeling. Like, if she nails it, she just nails it. And this one I didn't feel like... I was connecting very deeply with any of the characters. Like, I understood their perspectives and situations, but I wasn't, like, if one of them just suddenly disappeared, I probably wouldn't, like, well, be mad, you know? <laughs> maybe and, this would be a good, like, if you're thinking of getting into Toni Morrison, but you're scared because you've heard about how intense Toni Morrison can be, yeah. then this might be the book for you. It's It gives you a softer landing, I think. Yeah. Than, like, you even expect. Because, like, especially because leading in... Oh, with, I was like, bracing myself, yeah. Yeah, you're really bracing yourself for something really intense, and then it never comes because the story is just... I don't know. Maybe I, I feel, like, super conflicted because I feel like she did... I didn't feel like there was any moment where I was like, you did this wrong, you should have done this. Like, I didn't yeah. have that reaction. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, this would make sense to happen. But it just didn't, like, draw that much um, of a reaction out of me. I just thought it was, you know, a good four-star book, you know? <laughs> but yep, that's... It's, not, it's not shaking my, the foundations of my existence, you know? <laughs> um, not that that has to be every book, but, you know, just for comparison, like, that's sort of where it's at. For sure. Uh -oh. Especially given it's such a like a serious topic. Generally, I'm like, I'm ready for you to rock my world emotionally. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a good thing for not every book to be like super intense, obviously. Yeah. Like it's nice to have just like s stories where like, you know, there doesn't have to be a murder or like a demon or something. Like it can just, <laughs> it can just be like a little story about some people. But then yeah. I'm kind of like, just because it's literary fiction, doesn't mean it's not just a story about some people. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's just like one of, like, 
damn, the writing's beautiful, but the story's also like, okay. <laughs> like, that's my review. It's just, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, it's not going to be on my <laughs> list, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't regret reading it, but also no. I will not be picking it up again. Yeah. Uh, I am trying to think. What? Don't do this. We should say for our sign off. What is yeah. the lesson you get from this book? Oh, because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like the don't fuck your cousin the, is the obvious <laughs> one. I feel like the lesson is if you are a parent, communicate with your child about their self. That's period. Yeah, <laughs> which like. You know, sort of easier said than done, but kind of kind of the vibe I got. Because I'm like, <laughs> you don't want your mom having to freaking redo your gravestone because she's realizing after your death that she never really knew the full you. Yeah. Like, And that she'll that never get the opportunity to. Yeah. For her. Yeah. I mean, Honestly, for you, it's fine. I feel the worst dead. for the mom because I'm like, your husband ain't shit. And now your child is dead. And you never knew your child because they were yeah. scared of you. That fucking sucks. Sorry. Yeah. That is like a like, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. That's like such an intense thing that happened in this book. And I didn't feel like it was at all like the focus of any scene super hard. Like, I mean, like it was she had different reactions, but like, yeah, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we don't fuck your cousin. Um. Oh, I mean, <laughs> no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't open that door at all. Um, just generally probably not a good idea. Um, and on that note, uh, in two weeks, we're going to be switching back to what is more our speed, a.k.a. genre, genre Woo! stuff. So we're going to do a horror thriller that Spooky recently time. came Spooky out. time. Came out on August 21st. That was very recent. Um, and it's Antebellum with Janelle Monet. I am so ready. I know nothing about it. Oh, and it also has Jenna Malone and Gaberni Sidby. And I don't know these other people. So, them. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you were, like, still processing it of, like, do I? No, I yeah, don't. Yeah, and then I was, like, reading the fourth <laughs> name, like, I don't think I recognize it. And then I read the fifth name, and I was like, I definitely don't recognize that. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to check that movie out. And since we are horror fiends, I think it'll be very much up our alley. Um, it's also cool to see, even though all this stuff that's going on in 2020, that like there's still some new content being pushed out somehow. <laughs> so God bless them. Um, yeah, uh, and we're going to check that out in two weeks. I'm so ready for new content. <laughs> Yeah, I love I love a good like one-off movie situation, especially if it's just like any genre piece. Oh yeah, I'm just like I'm such a sucker for genre piece. <laughs> so I'm like, give me some sci-fi, give me some horror, give me some time travel, man. I'm ready. Um, but yeah, so that's about it for the death of Vivigoji. Um, I would say if you want to read it, um, we definitely spoiled everything. So. <laughs> There's that. But Check it <laughs> but out if, if that sounds appealing to you. <laughs> yeah, and if you also just, like, want to read some beautiful writing, like, yeah. she's really good. I mean, like, like, the whole first chapter, just sort of, like, introducing the parents, I was like, 
this is like probably some of the best writing I've read in like a couple years. <laughs> but, but also like I'm not like picking up books like crazy. So hard to say. But yeah, once again, in two weeks, we're switching back to movies. We're doing Antebellum and we hope you'll join us. And until then, thank you so much for listening and goodbye. Bye. No improvement.